turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I hope is being a blessing to you. It's called Rightfully Ours. The Bible tells us that there are many things that our Father has made available to us which are rightfully ours. Awesome things that Jesus Christ bled and died so that they could be ours. Well, since that's true, then we need to know what they are. Believe that is true. That is, that God really wants those things to be in the lives of me and you. And then do what we need to do to actually receive and achieve the things that God has intended to be in our lives. I mean, why not? God's word tells us that they're rightfully ours. According to God's word, we have a right to them then it's only right that we receive and achieve each and every one of them. So let's learn more today about what it is that the Bible has to say about what's rightfully ours and what we need to do for them to actually be ours. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Isaiah chapter 48. Verse 22, it says, there's no peace, saith the Lord, unto the wicked. There is no peace, saith the Lord, unto the wicked. The wicked, no peace. Oh, folks, you say, not a bit, not a bit of peace is experienced by them because they wicked. That's what it says, praise God. It says, there's no peace. For the wicked, which means they have no right to peace. They have no, we got right to peace. They don't have right to peace. It's not rightfully theirs. It's rightfully ours. But notice, notice, notice. Go back again. Verse 22. Notice the words there is are italicized. Notice the word there is are italicized. Why? Because it's added into the, by the translators in order to bring more clarity. But at the same time, let's read it, read it without it. No peace saith the Lord unto the right, unto the wicked. No peace unto the Lord, said unto the, uh, he said it unto the wicked. No peace. I, I, there used to be this old dumb show. I didn't watch it, praise God. Hey, no, it used to come on a long time ago, praise God. But I don't even remember the name of it, but they had this, supposedly they had this guy that would make soup that everybody wanted, praise God. And, 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 and they wanted them to, everybody to have soup, praise God. And you stand in long lines to get soup. But if you said something wrong or did something wrong to the guy that was dispensing and made the soup and dispensed the truth, he said, no soup for you. No. And people would have waited in line for all this time. They would, no soup for you. They'd be like, oh, man, dang. He didn't just throw them out. No soup. <laughs> They're waiting all this line. 
Other people got their soup. They eating the soup and enjoying themselves. But them folk, no soup for you. No soup. Can you imagine God from heaven? No peace for you. That's what he's saying. And he's saying it. And just in case, he, you know, God got a big old finger. So when he point, everybody look, who, who, me, me? So he clarified it. No, no peace for the wicked. Everybody say, whoo, that's not me. Because yeah, <laughs> you were waiting in line for this piece. Did they turn around and have him say, no for you? No for you. There is no peace save the Lord unto the wicked. No peace save the Lord unto the wicked. That means that no peace is a declaration that God has made to the wicked. That might not mean nothing to you, but everything God declares is. So it's not just a statement of fact, but it's a statement that becomes fact. It's not a statement of fact. It's a statement that becomes fact. Because if God said no peace unto the wicked, then trust the brother on this one. There's no peace unto the wicked. They can look for it. They'll never find it. They can search for it. They'll never find it. They'll go after it. They'll pursue it, but they'll never get it. Because God said, no peace for the wicked. Now, the wicked are the morally wrong. It's important to understand who the wicked are. Because the wicked are the morally wrong. Who are they? Who are they? So, wait a minute now. That can include some born again folk. Hmm. Look at your neighbor and say, wait a minute. Things ain't safe as they seemed a moment ago. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> because see, well, before we were thinking about the wicked as being the people that's not born again. But these are the people who are morally wrong. Which means if a person is morally wrong in their decision making, then there's no peace under them. No peace. Why? Because they didn't make the right decision. If a person is morally wrong in their actions, then there'll be no peace. No peace. Why? Because they did the wrong things. They didn't do the right actions. God declared it. And what God declared, God said, I'm going to make sure happens. God said, I'm going to make sure happens what I declare. When God said light be, he dove in to the midst of darkness and formed light. He did it. Does that make sense? When God said, I want y'all saved, he came to earth and saved you. And when he said no peace, he said, I'm going to make sure of it. It won't happen. That's serious. Concretely, this, this, this word wicked, concretely, it means a bad person. But it's speaking more specifically about an actively bad person. That's why I put it in parentheses for you. Because it's there, but it's, it's a bad person. But this is a person that's actively bad. Actively bad, which means if a person is bad, then there's no peace unto them. And if the person is actively bad, then they show ain't going to be no peace under them. Because if a person is actively bad person who is actively participating in bad, then there's no peace that's going to happen to them. God declared it. So it'll be because he said that's where it's going to be for them. Turn to Isaiah chapter 59. Peace ain't. Peace will not be experienced by the wicked. That means anybody that's actively bad. 
That means anybody that's morally wrong. That means anybody. I said anybody. Did I say anybody? Just want to make sure I said anybody because I, I want to get it on CD that it's anybody. So when it goes out across the airways and some people is listening to what the brother got to say, then they'll hear me say, nobody. Did you hear me over the radio? Nobody is going to experience peace that makes bad decisions and is actively wrong and is morally wrong. Nobody. What does nobody mean, congregation? Nobody. nobody. Say it loud and clear so they can hear you. What does nobody mean? I mean nobody. Praise God. We are in Isaiah chapter 59, verse 7. See, the wicked don't even know, much less have the right to peace. They don't even know nothing about no peace. At least the words say so. I go with the word. Verse 7 says, their feet run to evil. This is talking about folk that, you know, do wrong things, morally wrong, wicked. Their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. Wasting and destruction are in their paths. The way of peace, they know not. And there is no judgment in their goings. They have made them crooked paths whosoever goeth therein shall not know peace now see the wicked they got they don't have no peace in their path none why because they made their way verse 8 because the way of the peace way of peace they know not see there is a way to peace there is a way of peace and if we conduct ourselves in that way peace is what we're going to run into when you get on the highway, praise God, they have signs up. You might see, you know, they, they, they have you go down one expressway. And they won't just list the, the number of the expressway. They'll tell you the destination it takes you to. Now, I'm not so familiar with the expressways around here that I can get it right. So I'm, before you be hollering out and telling me I'm wrong, it'll have one number and then it'll say Houston. Have another number, it might say Austin. It might have another number, praise God, and it'll say Corpus Christi. Praise God. Why? Because if you get on that road, that's what you're going to get to. All you got to do is get on that road, stay on that road, it's going to get you to that. Because that's the destination. Just like there's a way of peace. There's a way you go that peace is going to be your destination. Can't be without it. But if you don't get on that road, which is the way of peace, you ain't getting the peace. You, you're going someplace else. And the wicked, they don't get on the road of peace. They make their own road. Thinking that they're going to get to peace. But they ain't going to know nothing about no peace. Just like I ain't going to know nothing about no Corpus Christi until I get to the road, on the road that takes me to Corpus Christi. I ain't going to know nothing about no Houston. Until I get on the road, it's going to take me to Houston. And Austin ain't happening until I get on the road to take me to Austin. Does that make sense up in here? I hope so. Verse 8. It said, the way of peace, they know not. That word way right there means a road, speaking of as trodden. A road, speaking of as trodden. So this is a trodden road. This is a paved road. This is a road which is, we would call it a paved road. 
It's a trodden road. Now, they used to trot it, walk it regularly, and then they would eventually make it such a way where it would be a clear pathway. But we, we have them paved now. Praise God, but it's boiled down to the same thing. It's a clear pathway. See, the road that's traveled by the wicked is a way, is a way in which there is no peace. The road that they travel is a way in which there is no peace. There is no destination of peace ahead of them. It's a hard road. Y'all ain't probably never walked it. It's a hard road when you do the things that the wicked do. When you do the, when you conduct yourself the way the wicked conduct themselves. It's a hard road. Man, laugh. It's hard out here for a brother. No, it ain't. Not when you're talking about doing it God's way. Ain't nothing hard about it. See, it's harder for them. Definitely harder than it is the way that you want to travel. You don't want to travel that way. Why? Because it's a road as trodden, meaning that it's walked that way a lot. See, the wicked walk this way a lot. In fact, daily, every chance they get. That means that they go down this road a lot. But no matter how many times the wicked travel this way, it never has peace along the way. No matter how many times they go that way, they never run into peace. It's always a hard way. Why? Because that road always gets you to Corpus. That road always gets you to Austin. That road always gets you to Houston. That word always gets you to misery, destitution, depression, and everything that goes down that way. I don't understand why I keep going through this. I do. It's the road you travel. Amen. How you expect to get to Corpus going to Houston? Well, I should, maybe I shouldn't use words like that because I don't, I don't know how you get to the different places. I just know San Antonio. Praise God. <laughs> I know the promised land. I can get here. Praise God. I can get, I can get here. Hallelujah. It's always a hard road. And it'll never be one that'll ever get them travel. That's why it's so fascinating to me watch Christians expecting things to turn out good when you keep doing stupid stuff. When I keep, now, when I'm pointing, if it go your way, don't duck. Because I'm not pointing your way by the Spirit. I don't think I am. Praise God. But the point, the point I'm raising, let me do it this way. No. No, devil this way. Let me point this way. Praise God. All them people down in China saying, stop. You know, amen. <laughs> you point it all up. <laughs> that way. You, you don't, no. You can't keep, it's not. Let me make it clear. It's not going to work out on you but because of your decisions. It's not going to work out for you because of your ways. If you are not following the way that God gives. It ain't. I don't care how many words from God you heard. I don't care how many prophecies you get. I don't care how many New Year's New Year's Eve messages you get. You can line them all up and listen to every one of them after another. That is not talking about you. Because you keep doing it the devil's way. Look at the neighbors. He's trying to be clear up in here. A lot of people get confused about this. Figuratively, it means a course of life or a mode of actions. A course of life or a mode of action, which means that there's a course of life that we can go on that's going to end up with no peace on it. There are modes of actions that we can follow that will end up with no peace on them. None. It can't happen. Now, I don't know about you. I'd want to find out what that is as quick as possible. Because I like peace. You like peace? I like peace. And so if I want some peace, I got to find out, can this road get me to peace? Because if it can't get me to peace, 
then I'm through with that road. Mm, I'm through with the road. See, first time I was fooled. After I find out about it and keep going that way, I'm a fool. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Look at your neighbor and say, first time, fool, duh. Add time after that, fool. It's a conjugation of the verb. You know, are you listening to me up in here? See, one was a verb, fool, duh. That's verb. Fool, has turned into a noun. That is now the person, the place, and the thing of a person who's perpetually foolish. Because the only way to peace is God's way. But the wicked, mm-mm, they ain't going to have nothing to do with that. Mm-mm, they they going to have nothing to do with that. Why is that? Because they're stupid. No, for real. Because <laughs> they're wicked. Amen. We read it again. Verse 8. The way of peace, they have not known. Why is that? And there is no judgment. Oh, oh we're getting some more clarity. And there is no judgment in their goings. See that they, they they don't judge their goings correctly. They don't they don't make the right decisions about what they're gonna do, where they're gonna go, how they're gonna conduct themselves. In fact, that word judgment right there, this is deep, means a verdict. Now, this is a verdict whether it's favorable or unfavorable. It's a verdict. It's pro, it's a verdict that's pronounced judicially, which means the judge did it especially a sentence or formal decree. Now, this is whether by man's law or by divine law. It's a verdict that is pronounced judicially. That's especially a sentence or of a formal decree by man's law or divine's law. Now, in this case, what we're reading here, there is no verdict that is favorable in their goings. There is none that is favorable. Why? Because God has already decreed it. We already heard that. God has already decreed no, no peace for the wicked. He's already declared it. No. So the key is, okay, what do the wicked do so I can stop doing what the wicked do so that I can be able to receive the peace that I want to receive. But if I keep doing what the wicked do, then the verdict has already come down on what's going to happen. You pull off on the side of the road into the gas station. Well, maybe not the gas station because... Used to be in the gas station, used to get directions. I don't know. Let's, let's just say gas station. You pull in the gas station. That was back. See, I was dating myself. That was when somebody, the gas station attendant came out to you. Amen. Amen. And they served you. Praise God. And cleaned your windows and put your oil in and stuff like that. Praise God. No charge. Amen. Did all that. Anyway, I'm dating myself. But anyway, imagine that, that person came out to the car and you rolled down your window. Back then, it was like this. Praise God. <laughs> and you, <laughs> you rolled down your window. Hallelujah. He said, hey, man, I, I was traveling this road right here, straight down and stuff. Can I get to peace going that way? And they say, no, no, you can't get there. Say that. Yeah, say that. Okay, thank you. Roll back. Mm, throwing gravel and stuff like that and get back on that same road again. Wait a minute, wasn't the verdict already given that you weren't going to get there by that road? Then why are you going, continuing down the same road, expecting different results? Isn't that kind of like the definition of insanity? 
that I do the same thing and expect different results. I keep doing the same thing and expect different destination to be reached. This is one of the reasons why God said that the the wicked ain't, ain't going to get to peace. Why? Because they're not going to change what they do. They don't care about what the verdict is. I'm going to do what I want to do. This is what I think I ought to do. And then later on down the line, cry boo-hoo and think like, I don't understand why I'm going through all this. I do. It's because the verdict has already been given. It's unfavorable. It's already been decreed by the judicially. The judge has dropped his gavel. And he said, hey, no peace for the wicked. He said, if you keep doing what, what you say, and if you keep doing what you're doing, That'll be you. People trying to duck it like you in the matrix. You ain't ducking this. <laughs> it's you too. There's always unfavorableness in their goings. You ever been around somebody that stuff just keep on happening? All the time. Might be. I'm not going to say definitely, but might be some wickedness up in there. Well, why is it always unfavorable? Because in all their goings, they violate God's law. That's why the verdict comes down. They violate God's law. See, by not following God's law, they make their way crooked and their paths crooked. That's what it said. Let's read it again. Verse 8. It said, the way of peace they know not, and there is no judgment in their goings. They have made them crooked paths. They made them crooked paths. You know how you go home and say, I'm going to make me I'm going to make me, I'm going to make me something to eat. I'm going to make me something to this. Well, then when it comes time to make a path, well, I'm going to make me a path. I'm going to do it my way. Come on, Frank Sinatra. You're going to do it your way. Come on, Burger King. You're going to have it your way. Somebody say, that don't work. Not when you want God's way. They have made them crooked paths. They made them crooked paths. The word crooked means to not, K-N-O-T, or distort. To not, K-N-O-T, or distort. Which means instead of walking the straight path that God's word teaches. Because you know God lays out straight paths. Instead of walking the straight path that God's word teaches. And people, that teaches people to walk. They choose to not and distort their own paths. They tie it in knots. And distort it. Doing things this way. And that way. But refusing to do things God's way. And they knot it up. God's word say don't do it. They do it. God say don't go that way. They go that way. It's almost like they knot it saying to God, not. God say don't do that. Not. Do this. Not. And then when, and then, and then when they say, God, I want what I want. God say, I'll return you your not. Because I respond to your response. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're learning that there are things that God says in His Word are rightfully ours. God's willing and wanting to do what He said in His Word that He would do. That's why He sends His Word to tell us what He made available to me and you. But our proper response to what His Word says will be the determining factor of whether or not it'll actually happen for me and you. So come on, saints. 
Let's learn to respond properly to God's word that he shares with me and you so that we can achieve and receive the things that rightfully belong to me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio and surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And don't forget, we have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service that'll pick you up at home and then drop you off after the service is over. So, if you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'd be more than glad to come and get you. And to all the ladies in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if one of your New Year's resolutions was to draw closer to God, I've got just a thing for you. We invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith. Prepare for the Sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too with a powerful word from God straight from heaven just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers from Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So come on through and bring a couple sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. So come on through and let us be a blessing to you at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday at Word of Faith SA. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.